We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our emergency freedom alert for October 26th, 2020. Uh, next re couple reports, just to kind <clears> of, <throat> I, I just like to do this uh, from time to time, just kind of uh, validate regarding uh, Trump's history, uh, his associations from the past. And these types of things. This is proof Donald Trump has been owned and controlled by the Rothschilds for more than decades. Now, the Rothschilds are the <clears throat> top, top Illuminati family, have been for, I believe, hundreds of years at this point. <clears throat> they are a Kabbalistic, synagogue of Satan, Jewish, high-level Illuminati family that, um, in particular, owns and has owned Trump for decades. From this report we're reading, and I give all the links to, I'm just giving you like little sections of these different reports. Knowledge regarding Trump is well known in TV and Hollywood and across New York City started back in the latest, back in late 1970s. Everyone knew Trump was all mobbed up, meaning in with a mob, with Italian and the Jewish mob families. The entire film and TV industry has been controlled since the talkies and the radio by the British Rothschilds crime mob. <clears throat> Of course, they also run the CIA and the FBI. They keep a much lower profile, but they are right there um, nonetheless. On October 30th of 1978, it was reported that the principal investors of Resorts International were Meyer Lansky, which is a high-level uh, Jewish mob boss, Tibor Rosenbaum, William Mellon Hitchcock, David Rockefeller, and Baron Edmund de Rothschild. Most, I think, all... They might all be of Synagogue of Satan, Jewish bloodlines. I'm not sure about William Mellon, Mellon Hiccup, but all the others are. <clears throat> and again, this isn't about me condemning all Jews. This is about me condemning Synagogue of Satan, really, really bad guy Jews. Okay. In 1987, Donald Trump purchased 93% of Resorts International, a CIA front founded by Rothschild agents Alan Dulles and David Rockefeller as a Mary Carter paint company in the 1950s a year later trump bought the atlantic city taj mahal casino from resorts international they began buying up other properties on the atlantic boardwalk soon trump was tapped out and couldn't make his debt payments enter will wilbur ross billionaire bond trader portrayed by the illuminati financial media as an independent investor <clears throat> in fact in 1992 roth was heading the rothschild inc bankruptcies advising team which represented bondholders who were threatening to foreclose on Donald Trump's house of cards. Uh, note, that, but even before this, Trump in 1978 was laundering opium drug money for the Rothschilds through his casinos, with Ross as the Rothschilds manager. Ross knew Trump had the ability to sway masses of people, something certainly not missed by his bosses at Rothschild. <clears throat> so he stuck, struck a sweetheart bankruptcy deal for Trump where he would relinquish a 50% stake in, in his Atlantic City, New Jersey, Taj Mahal Casino in return for better debt terms and a presidency to be named later. So evidently, it was known all the way back in 1978, Trump was going to be presidency president someday. I mean, if everything worked out. <clears throat> Rothschild and their City of London partners in crime not only got a continued East Coast money laundering center in, in Atlantic City through Trump, now they had their straw man Trump right where they wanted him. 
Remember, Trump and his father have been dealing with the mafia for almost 100 years in New York and New Jersey. So they felt comfortable with the big-time Rothschild mob. Later, Ross partnered with Jared Kushner and his criminal father in buying commercial properties in New York through Invesco. Jared married Trump's daughter, Ivanka, who prior to that point had been dating Lord Jacob Rothschild's son, Nate. Did you know that? Ivanka was previously dating Lord Jacob Rothschild's son. <clears throat> Ross got behind Trump's candidacy, and then Trump boldly named Ross his U.S. Commerce Secretary. It's just pure evil. Wilbur Ross has been, since the 1970s, a criminal agent of the Rothschild's crime mob, and he managed Trump as they used his casinos to launder Rothschild mob drug money. Now he has full access to the White House and the president because, you know, Trump advised him. Uh, Trump's advisor, he's the Commerce Secretary, Wilbur Ross. Guy looks like he's just totally pure evil. <clears throat> by 1916, the entire DNC is owned by the Rothschild crime mob. And they rigged the primary elections for Hillary, <clears throat> who was their first choice for president, with Lindy Rothschild endorsing her. But Phil Hillary had far too much uncovered dirty laundry to be president. Now notice here, Rothschilds are controlling both sides. They're controlling Hillary and they're controlling um, <clears throat> Trump, okay? Uh, but they're saying Hillary had far too much dirty laundry to be president, which, you know, I, I, I understand that. So surprise, Trump magically wins against all odds. The Rothschilds mob city of London criminals owns all the horses in the elections. Remember, the parties and the media are just the soap operas to drain our energies and divide and conquer Americans. Like 9-11, the Rothschilds had the election in the bag all the time. It is, And that's what I mean about this election. It's, it's predetermined, guys. Okay? And it has been for a long, long time, preceding elections. Now, I'm not saying every state and local election is all rigged. <clears throat> But the potential's there. It is time for Americans to unite, drop the cowardly lion routine, and cut the head off the snake. The inner circle is around a dozen criminals, and if eliminated, could provide some short-term relief. But the entire cabal is in the thousands, covering university think tanks as well as government think tanks and a criminal corporate class that it must also be rooted out to save humanity. Once the awareness is there, <clears throat> the mob's members are easily dealt with in a manner of our choosing. The presidential elect election flipping of 2016 proves no one can reach the Oval Office without the Rothschild's blessings. The Rothschild mob made the elections a scam with their media controlling TV appearances. Campaign managers, trainers, coaches, peroxide panelists, and stage managed off-the-peg questions and answers. For a full breakdown of this, there's a link that I provide you. It's called Meet President Swamp, the Rothschild's personal banker. And there's two different links there you can click on. Then there's this. Oh, and before I, I go any further, I went to that DonaldTrump.watch website and just keyed in an address, really not even an address, just a road and a thing kind of near where I'm at. And yeah, it all came up. Every single Trump donor, what they gave, when they gave it, how many donations they've given in their, I guess, in their home address unbelievable but it's it's true it's valid it, the, the thing is legit uh horribly this next thing is going to segue from the last that we just covered on trump and it says don't blame uh well here 
okay, I, I titled it, for those that believe Trump is sent by God, listen up. Trump is totally surrounded and owned by Christian-hating, Kabbalah-loving, synagogue of Satan, Zionist Jews. Okay, now these are not, these are the bad, bad, horrible <laughs> Jews that, you know, Jesus rebuked in the Bible, that type of thing. So I'm going to go ahead and play this. Now, a this is a little bit kind of monotonous, but I'm going to do it for effect because I think it's good for us to know how much he has surrounded himself with these, with these Kabbalah-loving Zionist synagogue of Satan Jews. Okay. Um, this is unbelievable. The Jewish elite don't fear Donald Trump. They love him. They support him. They own him. I've been saying this for a long time. Michael Abood, communications coordinator, Donald J. Trump for president, Sephardic Jew. Paul Eschleitner, chairman, supervisory board, Deutsche Bank, Donald Trump's largest lender, Ashkenazi Jew. Miriam Adelson, endorser, Donald J. Trump for president, donor, future 45 pack, finance vice chairman, Trump presidential inaugural committee, Ashkenazi Jew. Sheldon Adelson, endorser, Donald J. Trump for president, donor, future 45 pack, finance vice chairman, Trump presidential inaugural committee, Ashkenazi Jew. Paul Atkins, member, President Trump's strategic and policy forum, Ashkenazi Jew. Brian Ballard, finance vice chairman, Trump presidential inaugural committee. Ashkenazi Jew. Elliot Broidy, Vice Chairman, Trump Victory Committee, Finance Vice Chairman, Trump Presidential <clears throat> Inaugural Committee. They're showing pictures of these people in the background as well. Ashkenazi Jew. Safra Katz, Executive Committee Member, Trump Presidential Transition Team. Ashkenazi Jew. Michael Cohen, Executive Vice President and Special Counsel, the Trump Organization. Ashkenazi Jew. Gary Cohn, Director, United States National Economic Council. Ashkenazi Jew. Delos Cosgrove, member, President Trump's Strategic and Policy Forum, Ashkenazi Jew. Gil Dezer, President, Trump Desert Development, Ashkenazi Jew. Michael Dezer, founder, Trump Desert Development, Ashkenazi Jew. Louis Eisenberg, Chairman, Trump Victory Committee, Finance Co-Chairman, Trump Presidential Inaugural Committee, Ashkenazi Jew. Boris Epstein, Senior Advisor, Donald J. Trump for President, Ashkenazi Jew. Stephen Feinberg, Donor, Trump Victory Fund, member, Trump Economic Advisory Council, Ashkenazi Jew. Lawrence Fink, member, President Trump's Strategic and Policy Forum, Ashkenazi Jew. Alan Fishman, Chairman, Ladder Capital, Donald Trump's second largest lender, Ashkenazi Jew. David Friedman, Co-Chairman, Israel Advisory Committee for Donald Trump, United States Ambassador to Israel, Ashkenazi Jew. Samuel Fox, Vice Chairman, Trump Victory Committee, Ashkenazi Jew. Alan Garten, Executive Vice President and General Counsel, the Trump Organization. Ashkenazi Jew. Bruce Gelb, Endorser, Donald J. Trump for President, Ashkenazi Jew. Michael Glasner, Deputy Campaign Manager and National Political Director, Donald J. Trump for President. Special Advisor for Operations, Trump Presidential Transition Team, Ashkenazi Jew. Lawrence Glick, Executive Vice President of Strategic Development, the Trump Organization. Ashkenazi Jew. Jason Greenblatt, Executive Vice President and Chief Legal Officer, the Trump Organization, Co-Chairman, Israel Advisory Committee for Donald J. Trump, President Trump's Special Representative for International Negotiations, Ashkenazi Jew. Vincent Harris, Former Digital Strategy Manager, Donald J. Trump for President, Ashkenazi Jew. Thomas Hicks, Sr., 
Finance Vice Chairman, Trump Presidential Inaugural Committee, Ashkenazi Jew. Carl Ikan, Endorser, Donald J. Trump for President, Special Advisor to the President for Regulatory Reform, Ashkenazi Jew. Gail Ikan, Finance Vice Chairman, Trump Presidential Inaugural Committee, Ashkenazi Jew. Robert Eager, Member, President Trump's Strategic and Policy Forum, Ashkenazi Jew. Travis Kalanick, Member, President Trump's Strategic and Policy Forum, Ashkenazi Jew. Peter Calico, Donor, Trump Victory Fund, Ashkenazi Jew. Daniel Kowalski, Deputy Policy Director, Donald J. Trump for President, Member, Trump Economic Advisory Council, Ashkenazi Jew. Charles Kushner, Endorser, Donald J. Trump for President, Donor, Make America Great Again PAC, Ashkenazi Jew. Jared Kushner, Senior Advisor, Donald J. Trump for President, Executive Committee Member, Trump Presidential Transition Team, Ashkenazi Jew. Yael Kushner, Ivanka Trump, Executive Vice President, the Trump Organization, Senior Advisor, Donald J. Trump for President, Executive Committee Member, Trump Presidential Transition Team, Orthodox Jewish Convert. Bennett LeBeau, Donor, Trump Victory Fund, Ashkenazi Jew. Richard Lesser, Member, President Trump's Strategic and Policy Forum, Ashkenazi Jew. Ronald Lieberman, Executive Vice President of Management and Development, the Trump Organization, Ashkenazi Jew. Howard Lorber, Donor, Trump Victory Fund, Member, Trump Economic Advisory Council, Ashkenazi Jew. David Malpass, Member, Trump Economic Advisory Council, Ashkenazi Jew. Douglas Manchester, Donor, Make America Great Again. That guy does not look human. I mean, he looks like a full-on reptilian that's in a barely shape-shifted form. <laughs> I mean, he looks wicked. Of course, so many of these do. Ashkenazi Jew. Bernard Marcus. Endorser, Donald J. Trump for President. Donor, Rebuilding America Now PAC. Donor, Make America Number One PAC. Ashkenazi Jew. Rebecca Mercer. Donor, Make America Number One PAC. Executive Committee Member, Trump Presidential Transition Team. Ashkenazi Jew. Robert Mercer. Donor, Make America Number One PAC. Ashkenazi Jew. Amanda Miller. Vice President of Marketing, the Trump Organization. Ashkenazi Jew. Eli Miller. Chief Operating Officer, Donald J. Trump for President, Ashkenazi Jew. Jason Miller, Senior Communications Advisor, Donald J. Trump for President, Communications Director, Trump Presidential Transition Team, Communications Director and Assistant to the President, the White House, Ashkenazi Jew. Stephen Miller, National Policy Director, Donald J. Trump for President, National Policy Director, Trump Presidential Transition Team, Senior Advisor to the President for Policy, the White House, Ashkenazi Jew. Stephen Mnuchin, Donor, Trump Victory Fund. Member, Trump Economic Advisory Council. National Finance Chairman, Donald J. Trump for President. Executive Committee Member, Trump Presidential Transition Team. Secretary, United States Department of Treasury, Ashkenazi Jew. Elon Musk, Member, President Trump's Strategic and Policy Forum, Ashkenazi Jew. Samuel Noonberg, Former Policy Advisor, Donald J. Trump for President, Ashkenazi Jew. David Orwitz, Senior Vice President of Acquisitions and Development, the Trump Organization, Ashkenazi Jew. Jeffrey Palmer, Donor, Rebuilding America Now PAC, Ashkenazi Jew. John Paulson, Donor, Trump Victory Fund, Member, Trump Economic Advisory Council, Ashkenazi Jew. Laura Perlmutter, Donor, Trump Victory Fund, Finance Vice Chairman, Trump Presidential Inaugural Committee, Ashkenazi Jew. <clears throat> Andrew Puzder, Secretary, United States Department of Labor. Ashkenazi Jew. 
Stuart Rauer, endorser Donald J. Trump for president, Ashkenazi Jew. Richard Roberts, vice chairman, Israel Advisory Committee for Donald Trump, Ashkenazi Jew. George Ross, executive vice president and senior counsel, the Trump Organization, Ashkenazi Jew. Wilbur Ross Jr., billionaire investor and former senior managing director of Rothschilds Incorporated for 25 years, secretary of commerce, donor, Trump Victory Fund, member, Trump Economic Advisory Council, secretary, United States Department of Commerce, Ashkenazi Jew. Stephen Roth, donor, Trump Victory Fund, member, Trump Economic Advisory Council, Ashkenazi Jew. Keith Schiller, director of security, the Trump Organization, Ashkenazi Jew. Stephen Schwartzman, Chairman, President Trump's Strategic and Policy Forum, Ashkenazi Jew. Melvin Sembler, Vice Chairman, Trump Victory Committee, Finance Vice Chairman, Trump Presidential Inaugural Committee, Ashkenazi Jew. Yaakov Shahem, Endorser, Donald J. Trump for President, Donor, Trump Victory Fund, Ashkenazi Jew. Mark Short, Senior Advisor to Vice President-Elect, Trump Presidential Transition Team, Ashkenazi Jew. Peter Thiel, Endorser, Donald J. Trump for President, Donor, Trump Victory Fund, Donor, Rebuilding America Now PAC, Donor, Make America Number One PAC, Executive Committee Member, Trump Presidential Transition Team, Ashkenazi Jew. Lara Trump, Endorser, Donald J. Trump for President, Ashkenazi Jew. Vanessa Trump, Endorser, Donald J. Trump for President, Ashkenazi Jew. Kevin Warsh, Member, President Trump's Strategic and Policy Forum, Ashkenazi Jew. Mark Weinberger, member, President Trump's Strategic and Policy Forum, Ashkenazi Jew. Ronald Weiser, Vice Chairman, Trump Victory Committee, Finance Vice Chairman, Trump Presidential Inaugural Committee, Ashkenazi Jew. Andrew Weiss, Executive Vice President, the Trump Organization, Ashkenazi Jew. Alan Weisselberg, Executive Vice President and Chief Financial Officer, the Trump Organization, Ashkenazi Jew. Lawrence Weitzner, Advisor, Donald J. Trump for President, Ashkenazi Jew. Stephen Whitkoff, Donor, Trump Victory Fund, Ashkenazi Jew. Stephen Wynn, Financial Vice Chairman, Trump Presidential Inaugural Committee, Ashkenazi Jew. Richard Lefrak, Donor, Trump Victory Fund, Ashkenazi Jew. Daniel Yergin, Member, President Trump's Strategic and Policy Forum, Ashkenazi Jew. So now you can see how absurd the notion that the Jewish-owned media really hates Donald Trump when they actually love him. Take CNN, for example, all Jewish-owned and run. The major shareholder for CNN is Aviv Nevo, an Israeli billionaire venture capitalist. <laughs> Head of CNN is Zionist Jeff Zucker, along with the many Zionist Jew propagandists such as Jake Tapper, Wolf Blitzer, Larry King, and many more. But you get the point. The reason the media has been quote-unquote against Donald Trump is because that was the Zionist script that has been written. Yes. This glaring contradiction is how you can see through this elaborate charade and deception of Trump, the so-called anti-establishment figure. Now you know when you see him call out CNN or any other mainstream media outlet, it is a ruse and nothing more than Zionist scripted entertainment mm -hmm. and distraction for a dumbed-down and ignorant populace. The bottom line is, you cannot be anti-establishment, anti-globalist, and be pro-Zionist, pro-Israel. This is the real truth. And until we see otherwise, nothing will ever change. It is time to drain the swamp in Washington, D.C.
Her papers went out to all her friends at the banks, Goldman Sachs, and everybody else. President-elect Donald Trump turned to former Goldman Sachs banker and movie financier Steve Mnuchin to be the next Treasury Secretary. We're working on the economic plan of the transition, making sure we get the biggest tax bill passed. So he's accusing Hillary of using Goldman Sachs. And he himself has Steven Mnuchin with Goldman Sachs. And it's just all one big, corrupt, wicked system that where all parties are pretty much guilty. 53-year-old was Trump's campaign finance chief, building a network of donors to support Mr. Trump's general election campaign. Mr. Mnuchin has strong ties to Wall Street. He's also, what, he's an Ashkenazi Jew or one of those. He was one of them mentioned. 17-year career at Goldman Sachs, where he pioneered block trading, the selling of big chunks of shares at once. Mr. Mnuchin was born to a Jewish family in 1962, and his father also worked at Goldman Sachs. It's official. President-elect Donald Trump has picked Gary Cohn to head the National Economic Council. Gary Cohn's also going to be an assistant to the president for economic policy. If you've been watching CNBC, you already He's knew He's also of Goldman Sachs. Because we've been reporting this for what feels like days, but now it is. We will miss Gary at Goldman Sachs, but I believe the American people and the president-elect are fortunate that he has chosen to serve his country. I am confident... This is by the CEO Blank Fine, which is a Jewish name as well. Gary will bring his many talents and expertise to the White House and will do his part to make our economy stronger for all Americans. That coming from Lloyd Blankfein, the CEO of Goldman Sachs. It's just awfully good that someone with the temperament of Donald Trump is not in charge of the law in our country. Because you'd be in jail. Which was a total lie. I didn't think I'd say this, but I'm going to say it. And I hate to say it. But if I win, I am going to instruct my attorney general to get a special prosecutor to look into your situation. Everything he just said is absolutely false. And they act like they're enemies when they were good buddies before. They vacationed together. At the same time, Trump was good buddies, arm in arm, with, in partying with Jeffrey Epstein, okay, the convicted pedophile child molester. Trump participated in those same things Epstein did. There's girls that have come out and said Trump was in the room. He participated in the molesting with Alan Dershowitz, Trump's attorney, Epstein's attorney, another synagogue of Satan, Zionist devil Jew. Now, I'm not, again, I'm not condemning all Jews, I'm saying, but in this case, they are that. They are, and I'm not going to apologize for that. And, you know, Jeffrey Epstein, another synagogue of Satan, Zionist Jew, most Mossad agent, Ghislaine Maxwell, same thing. Okay. Um, that's the circles Trump has run with for decades and decades. And he partied and was seen at that same exact time with Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. They were good buddies. So all of this is just theater. She knows that when he says that to her, he's not going to hire a, a whatever to investigate her unless that's what his handlers, the Rothschilds, tell him to do. Hillary has worked very long and very hard over a long period of time and we owe her a major debt of gratitude for her service to our country i mean that very sincerely are you going to ask for a special prosecutor to investigate hillary clinton over her emails well i'll tell you what i'm going to do i'm going to think about it well, she did some it, bad things i mean she I did know, some but bad a special prosecutor you I think don't want to hurt them. I don't want to hurt them. 
they're, they're good people. Hillary Clinton. Good people. Commonly referred to as Crooked Hillary. She's crooked as a $3 bill. She's married to an abuser, a woman claimed rape, and all sorts of oh, things. Oh, like he hasn't raped multiple people, including little children. I mean, horrible things. She should be in prison. She's the queen of prison. So should you. She's a disaster. She's a dangerous liar. She's the devil. She's Remember, a, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. He says one thing one one minute, and then the next minute he's praising Hillary Clinton. You know, he, he, because he's a devil. He's a pathological, narcissistic, demon-possessed liar. Okay? That's who we're dealing with. And, and um, I just love this video because it just so clearly shows his unbelievable rank hypocrisy uh, hillary clinton i think is a terrific woman i mean i'm a little biased because i've known her for years yeah i live in new york. vacation with her she lives in new york and i've yeah. known her and her husband for years and i really like them both a lot <laughs> and i think she really works hard and i think she yeah again, works hard at killing little children and you know annihilating everything that she comes in contact with an agenda it's not all of her but uh, i think she really works hard and i think she does a good job i just like her this I is on fox news her and i like her husband would you be looking at the record of hillary clinton and how did she do as secretary of state probably above and beyond everybody else and everything <laughs> else oh he's such a devil he's such a devil so I, anyway i just wanted to to uh play that um, so again, it, it, I like doing things like that cause it kind of grounds you back to reality cause it's so easy to get on the Trump train, you know, and then, but it's also easy to get back to reality when you see a little bit of truth like this put in front of you. Now this, um, I'm going to, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Uh, a couple of my other listeners were talking about doing a live stream um in i guess it's in five days and um they're scheduling it for i guess october 31st uh halloween and they're scheduling it i guess for 10 p.m it's gonna go live in five days um and okay i don't know it says at Five days is, is two days before. That's October 29th, which would be the Thursday. So I'm not sure why it says October 31st, and then it says five live in five days. I think that because um, we had talked about, I think, doing it in conjunction with the fast on Thursday. So not 100% sure about that. Anyway, I'm going to put this up, and I'm going to put this near the start of the PDF. Okay. And I'm going to give you a link to this website. And it's a prayer against wickedness surrounding Halloween. Uh, one thing about it is I have no clue why it says October 31st. Because it says five days and that would be Thursday. Which would be better. Because you, you want to do this. You don't want to wait until the night of Halloween to start praying. You want to do it ahead of time. So I'll try to get that figured out. In the meantime, the link will still be good. I'm going to go ahead and post this link in the PDF for this date and also for the next newsletter that I'll put out. And that's just one more thing, one more research source from two trusted longtime listeners regarding the prayer against this and then combining it with fasting. And, you know, so I wanted to put get that out there to you.
Okay, so I added this in, and what I did is I just changed the date to October 29th, which would correspond to five days. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends where they're, where, where they're basing the five days from. Um, anyway, I'm going to just put that in there for now. And um, if I if there's a correction on that, I'll make the correction in the next newsletter. But regardless, you can click on this link and the the link is going to ultimately get updated. And if you're I don't know, you can be notified for it, I guess, if, if like you're logged on to YouTube or whatever, because right now it says there's like one waiting. They just they just posted this. So um, anyway, I just want to mention that as well. And uh, I put the, I, what I did is I put it in its own little separate section at near the, it's on, it's going to be on page probably nine of the PDF and it's entitled prayer against wickedness surrounding Halloween. So one, one way or another, it's either, I think it's either Thursday or Friday. Okay. Um, at 10 PM, it looks like. So, uh, it's kind of cool. We've never done anything like this before. And I, I, um, I've had some fasts before, but I feel like I've got a lot more, um, I don't know, I just feel like a lot more people are on the, on the same page with the fasting right now. And uh, I don't know, it's just I feel really good about this whole thing because, you know, you can't really go wrong with prayer and fasting. Okay, now let's go further. World leaders are planning new lockdowns to introduce the World Debt Reset Program, which includes universal basic income and vaccine requirements. Now, we're shifting gears and um, what we're talking about here is something that um, I talked about some last week, okay? And if you remember last week when I mentioned this, I said Mike Adams just came out with a, a report confirming this material. Now, I'm going to go ahead and read this. It's a little bit redundant from last week, but there's some new things in here. And um, he's also come to the same conclusion regarding this. World leaders are preparing for a second and third wave of COVID-19 cases and are fine-tuning their lockdown strategies, which will be implemented if they have their way late in 2020 and into 2021. And I think that depends what country you're in, what state you're in, what kind of governor you've got. I think there's a lot of variables, okay? Their planning involves the development of a new world economy, one that involves medical fascism as a permanent way of life. A Canadian whistleblower came forward with the plans. The whistleblower is on the Liberal Party of Canada's Strategic Planning Committee, which operates under the direction of Canada's Office of Prime Minister, or PMO. The historic lockdowns have engineered mass poverty and will continue to weaken people people financially. Um, I'm sorry, that will weaken people's financial and food security, making them more vulnerable and eventually making them more desperate to accept the new world economy and its bodily requirements. Um, the new world economic economy includes the introduction of a digital currency, a universal basic income, because there won't be any jobs, <laughs> you know, or, they, or there'll be, you know, thousands and thousands, thousands fewer jobs, okay, hundreds of thousands fewer jobs, vaccine requirements for travel, and also the World Debt Reset Program. A continuous cycle of lockdowns into 2021 will eventually lead to an international economic collapse. Governments worldwide will offer citizens an alluring way out by promising to eliminate all personal debts, mortgages, loans, credit cards, etc. In the U.S., this idea has already been implemented in 2020 through the Pay Check 
Protection Program, or the PPP, a guaranteed loan program that forgives the debt if the borrower follows specific instructions. Under an impending economic collapse, any and all loans will be forgiven if the citizen agrees to participate in the World Debt Reset Program, funded by the International Monetary Fund, which is basically essentially owned by the Illuminati, by the Rothschilds. Okay, and they're the ones that all the money that um, they're also they're also the ones that controls the IRS. I got into this last study, so. In order to get all debts forgiven, citizens will have to forfeit ownership of any and all private property, accept a universal basic income, and enroll in the COVID-19 and COVID-21 vaccine schedules. Okay, And again, if you do that, you will be a cyborgian <laughs> um, human, human 2.0 having their DNA totally rewritten by the messenger RNA vaccines and all the nanotechnology that will be updated uh through the 5g and anytime you're even in close proximity to somebody with a smartphone you will actually get updates to all that that nanotech nanorobots inside your body even if you got rid of your smartphone we're going to look at that in, in a, a video coming up here i mean this this information is just it's so blockbuster and insane but all I'm getting is more confirmation every single week that we're on the right track as far as what their plans are and what they're what they're really openly stating they're going to implement if you actually will dig for the information. As the rolling lockdowns and economic sanctions commence, citizens will be permitted all their previous freedoms to travel and gather in stadiums and public venues as long as they provide an ID showing they were inoculated with all the mandated COVID-19 and COVID-21 vaccinations. Now, you won't be fully human anymore, but hey. In Canada, detainment camps are being installed in the provinces and territories to coerce people to comply with the new plans. The Canadian whistle... Blower revealed that this vaccine ID will be referred to in Canada as the Canada's Health Pass. The whistleblower and Ireland's starting the, the Health Pass too. We're going to look at that as well. The whistleblower warns that world leaders in Australia, the US, UK, and Canada, and New Zealand will push for complete and total secondary lockdowns much stricter than the first and second rolling phases that we, we're in right now. The new lockdowns will be pushed in November of 2020 through January of 2021. Now, I would think they would want to wait until after the election to really get into that so they don't muddy the waters too much prior to the election. I would think Trump would want to back off on that right now as to not maybe... Um, now, I understand it's all rigged and everything, but just just to not muddy the waters too much. you know. And again, that's if Trump gets in. I'm not saying it's a 100% lock. It's just my opinion from what I'm seeing. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's doing such a good job for Satan. Why would they want to get somebody in there? I just heard that um, possibly Biden might have had a, a probably another stroke and that he's you know just about out of commission. Now, I don't know if that's true or not, but you know he's a husk of a, of a shell of a whatever he is, and he could barely even you know put two sentences together so they really couldn't have run a weaker candidate if they tried against him but uh anyway let's see here these new lockdowns will be pushed in november of 2020 through january of 2021 by hyping up covid19 testing and the case counts and they're already doing this okay and i'm going to get into that in a second the upcoming lockdown plans are congruent with the great reset plan now the great reset just think bringing us out of the old old world order 
fully into the New World Order. From the age of, um, truly from the age of Pisces, which, you know, in, into the age of Aquarius. Okay, so that's what I really line up this great reset with. Doing away with, you know, paper currencies, um, bringing about a digital dollar that will probably, you know, eventually morph into some type of one world currency under Antichrist and false prophet. So these are congruent with the Great Reset Plan outlined by the World Economic Forum and Event 201, both funded and pushed by Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which seeks worldwide compliance with vaccine experiments and genetic modification of all humans. The Prime Minister's National COVID-19 Advisory Commission, established in lockstep in March 2020, is now advising and pushing the Canadian PMO and the Department of Prime Ministers and Cabinet in Canberra to carry out these totalitarian plans. The whistleblower said at least 30% of the committee members strongly oppose these plans, but their voices are being drowned out. It is, it is being made very clear that nothing will stop the plan outcomes, said the whistleblower. The Canada's Office of Prime Minister has laid out the plan, which includes a secondary lockdown by December of 2020. Now, guys, that's only, you know, if, if you just, okay, let's assume we're at the end of October. We're not quite there yet, okay? But november december okay so that's why i'm saying the things that are being projected in the aggressive time frame is just it's mind-boggling now whether it works out that way i can't say for sure but this is what you know their plans are evidently uh this will implement restrictions on a rolling basis beginning with major metropolitan areas and expand outward the media will project that here now this is very important the media the lying lamestream prostitute demon possessed rothschild controlled media will project that daily covid-19 cases exceed testing capacity and must be curbed using a complete and total secondary lockdown with mandatory mask use i would i would add in there much stricter than the first and second rolling phases so see what they do one of the tactics of satan is you know he he um let's just say he he beats you up for a couple rounds and you know and then he lets up for a little bit and then and then he comes back you know twice or three times as worse and you think oh wow i finally got a repeat i i've i've heard a lot of people say oh man i can't wait until 2020 is over i'm like you don't you don't even know if they have their way what's coming i mean unless there was massive prayer fasting and pushback from the masses and an awakening i really believe of the body of christ because that's what would move mountains i don't see this going in an, in an opposite direction now we are going to be praying and fasting about this and you never know what the lord may do i think he's pushed back satan's timetable many many times in the past i think that's why this ministry was created in part I think that's why I did the, the avian flu presentation back in 2006, you know, for that very reason. But again, are we to that point where, you know, it's finally going to proceed forward though? I mean, and it has been proceeding forward, but I'm talking about the really big earth shattering stuff that they've planned for America. Now, let's go for, forward here. Uh, um the media will project that daily COVID-19 cases exceed testing capacity and must be curbed using complete and total secondary lockdowns, much stricter than the first and second phase. 
my comment now we are already seeing this in america already this is i entitled this part prepping us for the takeover right on cue the top line headlines on drudge read okay this was uh yesterday covid's worst day people are dying and they're gonna keep dying and catching this stuff how many people won't wear a mask the same people that won't get vaccinated for it by one of that was a quote from one of their experts so see it's about getting you in a mask complying being a good little brown shirt doing what you're told now i'm not coming down to people wearing masks i'm just saying it's about compliance it's about getting us to do something that's totally unnecessary total totally actually contradictory to health you're breathing in the petrochemicals from from those chemical laden masks you're immediately violating osha standards as soon as you put a mask on because you're breathing in your own carbon dioxide at a dangerous rate and we've shown you all the videos or many of the videos where you know they'll put the little oxygen meters up there and it's immediately immediately when they put a mask on it's dangerous okay and that's just a couple things that are horrible about the mask so um then the next the next top headline from judge was covid 19 deaths could hit 500,000 by february this is from reuters the u.s death toll from covid could surpass 500,000 corpses everywhere littering the streets everywhere i don't know i see them everywhere i go now unless nearly all americans wear face masks that's what they're saying is causing it because you're not being compliant with the face masks enough we could have 500,000 scamdemic deaths by february and it's going to be on your hands if you don't wear a face mask researchers said this on friday as 14 states set new records for one day increases in infections then we are heading into a very substantial fall and winter surge says i am ihme director chris murray who co-led the fake line scamdemic research serving satan well i might add um he go then it goes on to say the number of possible deaths could drop by 130,000 people if 95% of Americans would just cover their faces. Do as you're told. Do as you're told, sheep boy. We don't we don't like nonconform. We no. You do as you're told. You don't care about all these people dropping dead on the streets. You're not wearing your mask. How dare you? What kind of animal or savage are you? All lies from the pit of hell. All lies. All lies. I still hand out my sheet on um, the COVID-19, my, my COVID-19 fact sheet, and it emphasizes the mask wearing at the heart of it because I, a lot of this starts with the mask wearing. If they can get you into the masks then they've got you in the system but our own u.s surgeon general said face masks increase virus risk and he said that back on march 31st 2020 our surgeon surgeon general jerome adams doubled down on his advice against healthy people wearing face masks to protect themselves from coronavirus saying that wearing one improperly which everybody does can actually increase your risk of getting the disease even though you know at this point they're not even checking for that on the pcr test and medical students wearing surgical masks touch, touch their faces on average 23 times. 
We know a major way that you can get a respiratory disease like coronavirus is by touching a surface and then touching your face, which is what you tend to do when you're wearing one of these stupid masks. American Medical Association, face masks do not protect the wearer from transmission by others. It says it right on the boxes of, of the surgical face masks. They don't protect the coronavirus. Any kind of virus like that is far too small for a mask like that to filter it out. Far too. Okay, It's like trying to keep mosquitoes off your property by putting up a chain link fence. Okay, Face masks also restrict the elimination of the virus, recirculating the virus into the nas nasal uh, and sinus cavities in the upper respiratory passages. By wearing a mask, the exhaled virus will not be able to escape and will concentrate in the nasal passages, entering the olfactory nerves and travel into the brain. Who said that? Russell Blaylock, MD, who is a top prominent retired neurosurgeon. And then constantly wearing a face mask causes you to breathe your own carbon dioxide at a far higher rate than if you were not wearing a mask. This eventually will cause respiratory acidosis. Respiratory acidosis is a condition that occurs when the lungs cannot remove enough of the carbon dioxide produced in the body. Initial signs um, of respiratory acidosis include headache, anxiety, blurred vision, restlessness, confusion. And it's a form of stress that will cause your body to, to secrete higher levels of cortisol, which will also weaken your immune system. See, they want you in the mask so your immune system will be weakened. Okay? That's why, that's a, at least it's part of the reason. Also, virus particles like COVID-19 are, are far too small to be filtered out by the standard face mask. I've already went over that. And then, when wearing a synthetic mask, the person is filtering the air through a synthetic material that outgasses the petrochemically derived constituents that most are made of. The masked individual is then breathing in those aerosolized toxic chemicals. Many of the sickest COVID patients have various respiratory illnesses and or chemical sensitivities, so putting a mask on them is the worst thing you can be done. I print this one-page sheet out, COVID-19 fact sheet, and I give it out where I go. Um... You know, if you if you need that, just email me. I'll send it to you. I put it out before, but I've I've also kind of I think improved upon it, and um, it's a little more updated right now as well. So um, there isn't it funny how they're so focusing in on right now is that wearing everybody wearing the masks. Yes, if we don't wear the mask, the deaths are going to surpass five hundred thousand. Okay. And the number of possible deaths could drop by 130,000 if 95% of Americans would just stinking cover their faces. Uh, the IMHE said, echoing a recommendation by Satanist and synagogue, synagogue of Satan, Zionist devil uh, Jew Anthony Fauci, director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Disease. And then U.S. Secretary uh, Alex Azar attributed the increase in cases nationwide to be the behavior of individuals saying household gatherings have become a major vector of disease. Now, what does that mean? What are they, what are they not so subtly saying there? Well, they're saying this means they're telling you you're going to have to wear your mask inside and outside your home. Because if it's household gatherings, which are the main vector, that means you're wearing them inside and out. Now, I've already reported on that where they've tried to pull that off in some cities across the nation, you know, and then to try to get your neighbors to turn you in. So you, you might, um, if, if you're in any kind of area like that, you know, I'd have window coverings. <laughs> some people can't just see into your house. I'd do that anyway, okay? And then the, the next, the next uh, headline that was there said that um, uh, the next of the top three Drudge Report headlines 
the, the third one said, Fauci says we need a federal mask mandate. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Satan himself said we need a federal mask mandate. He has said that before. Well, he said before that he doesn't think a federal law would be the way to go until now. Now he's stating, well, if people are not wearing masks, then maybe we should be mandating it. Fauci told CNN's Aaron Burnett Friday. Mask mandates may be tricky to enforce, yeah. But it might be time to call for them, Fauci said. There's going to be difficulty enforcing it. But if everybody agrees that this is something that's important, and then they mandate it, and then everybody pulls together and says, you know, we're going to mandate it, let's just do it, I think that would be a great idea to have everybody do it uniformly. What is everybody? You're never going to get everybody saying it's a great. You mean like all the police and all the federal authorities and all the people in government that would maybe, you know, want to enforce that? I think that's who he's talking about. As cooler weather comes, people need to double down on measures that work, Fauci said. Universal mask wearing is one. So I'm telling you, this is what they're already saying. It's what they're already, they can't stand the fact that not enough people are wearing masks. The unemployment, and then I'm going back to this report that I was reading from. The unemployment program will be configured into a universal basic income program by the end of quarter one in 2021. Now remember, that was the plans for Canada. And that's if everything went perfectly. So... As vaccines are rolled out, all viral shedding mutations and vaccine injuries will be blamed on the third wave. Now, this is another reason they want to they want to bring out the vaccine, because they know that people are going to be dropping dead. They're going to be um, having all kind of horrific side effects. And there's going to be all kind of um, viral shedding and all this other garbage that goes along with it. And that will be blamed on the third wave, which includes a higher mortality rate and a higher rate of infection. And I really believe whatever they're going to put in the um, the vaccine is going to probably be a much, much harsher vector of, of infection. That whereas the COVID-19 that they released in Wuhan, and yes, I do believe that that was the case. I just think it was a combination of that and the 5G uh, kill grid that they had established there. I just believe that that mutated. The body, we're fearfully and wonderfully made there was probably a lot of prayer going up. Now, Lord knows, I think my listeners were praying about it, and I was. And it mutated, and it became a very much a non-issue. But see, they had already pushed all their chips in on this. And then they had to just continue to perpetuate the lie after, after it got out of Wuhan and had to start saying that it was this big thing, which it never actually was, outside of Wuhan, where you had that 5G kill grid. Okay, so... But if they can actually get that vaccine in your body, that's going to be a kill shot. It's going to be a long, slow kill shot. But they're going to blame every single death, reinfection, uh, every single thing. They're going to blame that on the third wave and they're going to blame that on the unvaccinated. That's what they always do with this garbage. So then there'll be even more and more pressure put upon the masses to get the vaccines because, you know, it's the non-compliant that are causing all this. Going back to this report, it says, anyone who does not agree to the vaccines will be stripped of their right to travel freely. And well, now this isn't, I don't believe this is going to happen 
initially, but eventually, most likely, and will either be detained in isolation centers or monitored on home arrest until they agree to comply. During this time, medical facilities will reach peak capacity, probably, yeah, but from all the vaccine injuries. And the government will enhance lockdown restrictions. That's why it's so important. That's another reason it's so important to get us all vaccinated because they know that truly will overwhelm the hospitals. Okay? All this garbage and lies about the hospitals, hospitals being overwhelmed, all that. Well, that, what if that goes away? What if the, they introduce the vaccines and then it really does re- overwhelm the hospitals? I could totally see that happening. 100%. And it will be as far as the hospital, hospitals being overwhelmed. That will be legit. It will be. But it'll be totally from the vaccines and the mask wearing, you know, and I don't know if they're if they're implanting people when they're doing the testing. Only God knows what they're doing there. Accessing the cribriform plate, which is right, direct access into the brain. Um, anyone who does not agree with the vaccines will be stripped of their right to travel freely and will either be detained in isolation centers or monitored on home arrest until they agree to comply. During this time, medical facilities will reach peak capacity and the government will enhance lockdown restrictions, implementing third lockdown by quarter two of 2021. Large inventory shortages, supply supply chain breakdown, and economic instability is expected. Yeah, because who's going to be working at that point? If if they bring us into this pandemonium, they're going to lock down everything. If they're already mom and pops still operating, they're going to all be gone. The only thing that will, will exist is the big box stores and they're doing everything they can do to destroy the crops including i even saw today their um, farmers are randomly getting all of their farm equipment burned down in the fields just saw a video of like this farmer that had like these big gigantic combines and stuff just burned people going out there in in the middle of nebraska and, and just sabotaging them at night they're doing that they're going after the migrant farmers and saying oh you've got to be COVID," and it's scaring the migrant farmers out of here which is what they want because then the harvest just rots in the field uh we're going to talk about that a little more later if i can get to it so uh, i'm just read this last sentence again large inventory shortages supply chain breakdown and the economic instability is expected as all individuals are put on a universal basic income program to curb hunger not not all because not all are going to submit but to curb hunger homelessness and civil unrest mike adams and dave hodges tend to write in the in the most doom and gloom like deborah Tavares, the most doom and gloom there is no hope there is no god way there is no god at all um manner they they tend to write in those terms so understand this is not me speaking god is in control jesus christ is on the throne you know stay in the word draw an eye unto him he'll draw an eye unto you prayer and fasting you know our hope is in jesus christ worst case scenario absent from the bodies to be present with the lord so anyway i just want to throw that in there by quarter three governments are expected to deploy military personnel to major metropolitan areas and roadways to create travel checkpoints. These tactics have already been tested out in 2020. Everyone who is dependent on these systems will be forced onto the health pass vaccination schedule. Anyone who disagrees will be deemed a a public health threat and the enemy of the state. The whistleblower said the dissenters will not be tolerated. Essentially, we were told it was our duty to make sure we came up with a plan to ensure that... um, that that would never happen. Uh, 
oh, meaning having dissenters, I guess. We were told it was the individuals, it was individuals, individuals' best interest to participate. When several committee members pushed relentlessly to get an answer, we were told that those who refused would first live under lockdown restrictions indefinitely. Those who refused uh, to participate in the debt forgiveness program would be deemed a public safety risk and would be relocated into isolation facilities. Oh, but it's all for our, the better, our, our own good. And, you know, don't worry. Satan would never deceive you. Once in those facilities, they would be given two options, participate in the debt forgiveness program and be released or stay indefinitely in the isolation facility under the classification of a serious public health risk and have all their assets seized. Isn't that wonderful? Doesn't that just warm the cockles of your heart? Does me, I don't know about you guys. Anyway, next report, America complies and extreme lockdowns begin. Let's go ahead and, uh, I think this might, is this Richie from Boston? I think it is, yeah. Hey, what's up, YouTube? It's Richie from Boston. It's October 23rd in the year 2020. And the clock is ticking so loud, it's ridiculous. Absolutely and utterly ridiculous. I'm in Tennessee right now, and I have never seen so many face masks in my entire life. Never. Since the beginning of this till now, I've never seen so many people complying. It's amazing. And I'm talking driving through Kentucky and seeing people in their cars wearing face yeah. masks. It's it's utterly well again, but that would that would coincide with the the, the large the, any kind of gathering being the main problem in a house, which is what they were saying. Okay, so that what does that mean? That means you mask up everywhere you go. I saw I saw some pictures the other day of people swimming with them on. And I, all I could think is when I see all of these people, especially the ones that like would wear masks in their cars. And outside, when UV light will kill bacteria and viruses and these types of things, it'll, it'll you know, annihilate them. Um, I mean, they use UV lights in hospitals to, to as a way of sanitizing surfaces, okay? And all I can think of is, is, is how many of these people are going to just totally, absolutely line up for the mark of the beast? I understand if you're wearing a mask and you don't want to wear it and you're doing it to preserve your job. And I'm talking about the people that love wearing them, that like it, that wear them in their cars and that wear them just outside and inside and just they love their servitude. I mean, honestly, it's like a, an um, acid test for if you're going to take the mark of the beast, I think, to a certain extent. Well, so... When I hear people talking about the Great Awakening, so many people are awakening. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. But don't know where they are. Because out in the world, everyone's doing exactly as they're told. And meanwhile... No, not everyone. I see I see plenty of people in my area that, that don't wear masks. And, and North Carolina is one of the worst states as far as our governor. I pray to God this governor, um, in the name of Jesus Christ, is, is booted out of here and, you know... And I understand you can say right, left paradigm. I, I get it, but I'm telling you, this governor we got in North Carolina, um, he's gonna bring, he's gonna make North Carolina just like Virginia. If he gets another term, it will be just like Virginia. Meanwhile, other countries are locking down. That was the reason I said, "Where are the medical doctors? Why aren't they stressing two major things, twenty-four-seven? A part of the system." I mean, they're 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 not gonna do. They're not gonna bite the hand that feeds them. They're they're for the most part brainwashed in that system. So, 
I don't know what he's thinking really saying that. As many YouTube channels as they can possibly put up. Because believe it or not, YouTube gets the most views. Period. Period. Yeah, but they're they're censoring everything off YouTube. We're gonna we're gonna go over that. I don't agree, especially at this point, about just um going back to that well that's called YouTube and in a lot of people have pushed all their chips into that well and they continue to do so even though their channels keep continuing to be taken down by YouTube. I never did that on YouTube because I knew this day was coming and I knew YouTube was wicked. So I never actually participated in that. Now, I had a lot of listeners post my videos, you know, on you and that's great. That's wonderful, but I just didn't want to devote time and effort knowing that the material I was putting out was going to be so controversial anyway that I probably would have gotten kicked off of YouTube years ago. They took down my two main channels. 430,000. What's he expecting, though? 130,000. Boom, gone. Put up three more. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. And if I was a doctor, that's exactly what I would be doing right now. Why? Why would you just keep banging bashing your head against a wall getting no results that's a definition of insanity it's only going to get worse go to alternative platforms start your own website i mean that's what i why i've always had praise god my own platform that's what i wanted where you know and thank god for for my listener tim that was the one that got the website up there and everything um but not to say that they won't eventually come after mine okay it's just that most likely the type of website that i have would be the last ones they could target whereas they could target if you have platforms on twitter instagram facebook those are all part of the b system data mining data gathering type of stuff i don't gather anything off ours i don't know anything about listener or traffic or anything like that on, on ours because i'm not i'm not here to try to get your information okay but all those others are, are, are CIA data mining platforms, okay? So I, I just inherently knew that I'm not going to devote a lot of time or, or effort into these because at the end of the day, Satan put them there um, to ultimately data mine your information and to ultimately be able to control the narrative. And now they're just eliminating all dissent. And, all the, and I'm going to get into that today, later. Stressing how none of this is real. Don't talk about hydroquinine and all this other crap, okay? Let's talk about the fact that the CDC's numbers show that this this disease, this virus, has a 99.7% recovery rate. Right. That's what you should stick with. And the fact that face masks don't work are actually harmful to you. I just saw a pregnant woman wearing a face mask yesterday. That breaks my heart. Do you know how many elderly people and young people and dumb people are? So the babies, that's affecting the baby. Because if you're if you're going into respiratory acidosis from putting a face mask on, which you go into the moment you put it on, well, the baby's not getting the oxygen either. So will the baby have brain damage? Will the baby have brain damage from all the petrochemicals? Well, we know we know the baby's going to be affected by all the vaccines they're going to get the first day of birth and all the other garbage they do to the baby. You know? afraid because of this magical virus it's like new terrorism man it blows me away and meanwhile meanwhile every day that clicks off other countries are locking down and the mainstream media will not shut up about civil unrest civil war 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 
Bloomberg ran a story this morning talking about Americans are buying more military equipment than ever before. What do you think they're getting ready for? What do you think's going to happen? Uncle Joe Biden's going to win the the election so that the Trump people freak out or what? So he he thinks he's convinced Biden's going to win. Now, who knows? Maybe he's right. I don't know. But he's convinced that Biden's winning and, you know, for one reason or another. I don't know. I haven't, I don't think that's the case. And something, something, and it's in a matter of days. We need to put the hammer down right now. And like I told you last night. There's another purge coming around on YouTube in a few more days. We'll all be gone. Brand new tube, bit shoot, everything that will clear the board. Now, he's saying they're going to go after all the alternative media platforms. Bit shoot, uh, will they do Brighteon? That's Mike Adams. Uh, new tube, uh, that's another one. Well, it, it, listen, if they go that route, then I'll probably they'll probably just take down every single truth website out there and then contending for truth will officially be done the time our time will have run its course and whatever my calling is beyond that that's what when that will start um so that's a distinct possibility now i know i've been saying that for a long time that you know i don't know when we're going to come to our last day now i don't know if what he's saying is accurate either as far as time frames go but if things were to go totally um crazy wild weasel as hawk says let's say right after the election and they hit that internet kill switch for the sake of protecting humanity and totally controlling the narrative that might be the case it will completely and utterly clear the board i paid 225 bucks to go on to vimeo and in three days, they took me down. Three days. It's amazing. Never gave me my money back either, but they took me down because that's what they're going to do. That's what they are doing. A lot of people just showed up at this particular point in life and somehow think they're holding the starting gun when we're at the end of the race. Everything that's happening right now is everything we've been talking about for 10 years. This isn't new to us. This I've been talking about it for 20. I mean, that I've had my newsletter list before i was in ministry so it's been a good if not more than 20 years saying this is the 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 culmination of everything happening at once and meanwhile it keeps clicking forward they're not missing one single solitary beat you know what i mean bill and melinda gates have been handed the keys to the education system in new york state and that will continue worldwide this the, the the guy that thinks you have too much freedom that thinks you you shouldn't be allowed to go outside etc is given the hands to teach the children what could possibly go wrong you see what i'm saying and as far as some things that i've said recently i can back all of them up i just don't want to because i don't want to let's not muddy the water a lot of people warned me originally about a certain person that i had on and i didn't believe it for personal reasons it's a doctor it's that dr carrie modge that i actually played a clip of her and him a couple weeks ago we talked about the dream catcher and how they were making all funny laughy about it well he's saying she's what they call a honey pot and like what a Mossad agent would be where they'll put a pretty woman in uh, to a guy and try to get her to have you know sexual relations so that she can blackmail and compromise him 
that's what he's saying she is now he won't say what is going on there now the information she was putting out as far as what i heard seemed to be pretty solid as far as the vaccines and the hydrogel and the luciferase and all now granted i already knew about a lot of that but she was putting it together in a concise way now whether that's actually true i don't know i haven't really heard anything about it he won't say a whole lot more about it i will say though that she has shifted from richie and now she's with israeli news live and they were just at this conference that supposedly they were trying to lure him into they were just at this con or carrie modge was at this conference talking i believe it was in florida and if you go to uh israeli news live they're on brand new tube yeah and they're showing her speak now i can't say in fact they got two new videos from her patent your dna and then warning covid vaccine imminent danger to your life so there's a lot of landmines out there maybe what he's saying is true i don't really know uh but he won't he doesn't seem to want to elaborate on this a whole lot more so i'll just play this kind of this last part me originally about a certain person that i had on and i didn't believe it for personal reasons but now i do and if i have to i can show you so you can make your own decision people are funny things happen Remember Bum Bundy Ranch? Yeah, we didn't win. We didn't win. It was just a massive honeypot to get everybody's information. Not that they need to do anything like that right now, but at any rate, I can't believe how many people I've seen wearing masks. It's freaking me out. But here we go, and it's going to get worse, and it's going to get worse, and they're not slowing down one bit at all. This They pushed all their chips in, like I said. And they can't push the chips out. They're all on black. And that roulette wheel. They're all they put all their money on black to win. The black heart of Satan. And that wheel's spinning and you can't take your bet off. It's too late. So no matter how much of a scamdemic non-issue this actually is, it doesn't matter. They're gonna perpetuate the lie and they're just gonna keep perpetuating it. Great Reset is Agenda 21 and Agenda 2030, which are the same thing. Right. The same exact thing. Yep. And it's happening. And there will be an event in the next week or so. There has to be. Whether the election itself is the event. Right. There has to be. Right. That's the next step. And, and could that be China and Taiwan? Could it, Who knows? It, it could be some uh, geological event earthquake uh could be an invasion could be meteors who knows who knows um but i i agree probably something's gonna happen if, if if nothing else the election itself from all the things that we're talking about here now i'm gonna try to get this video in here and it's called western countries adopting china's red yellow green health pass system as globalist shills turns you turn u.s into china google and oracle to track americans who get the covid19 vaccine through all the nanotechnology yeah that's how they're going to do it hide from covid only from covid even is that even a pandemic in ireland with the millions of people that are there over seven months you have 1800 people die is that a pandemic really that you're going to shut everything down uh when you look at what is happening with this, this is what they are talking about doing in Ireland. This is the health passport 
and it is modeled exactly, exactly on what we saw being put out in March and April in China. Took them about seven months, but this is coming to all the Western countries. Uh, video clip number one, the Health Passport of Ireland. Health Passport Ireland is created to protect our society and our economy. Built in Ireland by the Rock U Group, the system uses the very best COVID-19 testing, combined with the latest mobile technologies. Health Passport Ireland is powered by proven and validated systems, allowing us all to take safer steps in our return. I mean, again, do you think they're doing all this that we're hearing here and they're going to be implementing this everywhere because they're backing off? No, they're not. To our normal way of life. Normal. Here's how it works. With Health Passport Ireland, everyone can now be tested for COVID-19 at any time, <laughs> which helps to protect you, your family, oh, yeah, our right. jobs, yeah. and our economy. Lies. Your COVID-19 test will be performed with highly accurate serological or swab tests. Lies. Your test is performed... They've never, they, they've never even isolated it, they say. They've, they've openly admitted to that, that they've never even isolated it regarding the testing. So that's a total lie from the pit of hell. By a medical professional. After your COVID-19 test, an authorized healthcare administrator creates your Health Passport Ireland account. Your login details... Which will be linked to your smartphone. Emailed to you immediately with a link to download your Health Passport mobile app. The authorized healthcare... And then you'll be able to go about freely and not have to worry about, you know, anything like um, any restrictions or whatever. This is how you get your life back. They're painting us all into this corner, okay? And I know this isn't the mark of the beast, but it's 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 the closest thing that we've ever seen to something like it, though. Administrator securely updates your COVID-19 test results in your health passport. Once activated, you can easily display your COVID-19 status on your mobile. Your health passport can be scanned if you wish, which helps protect those around us. Your COVID-19 <laughs> status will efficiently display as green, amber, or red, dependent on your test results. This allows us to go about our daily activities mm -hmm. in a safer way. We can well, all... if you're red, you better stay in your house and they'll know exactly where you're at. Just to... And this is before the vaccine's implemented. But they'll know if you travel outside of your house and then they'll send the, uh, they'll send the uh, police or health or whoever to, to make sure that you're, you know, you're confined wherever they say you have to be confined. Health Passport Ireland in many ways, such as travel, hospitality, education, healthcare, construction, offices, entertainment, visits, and much, much more. Naturally, the validity of your COVID-19 test will expire over time. So an <laughs> automatic reminder be will be sent ah. when it's time to be tested again. Right. Your status will And then that's the same thing with the vaccines. It'll, it'll expire in the first month, and then you got to go back and get your second one. And then you'll have the COVID-21 vaccines, which will be even more uh, DNA defiling and nephilim producing i mean you're, you're going to basically end up being a nephilim from these vaccines you're going to be even worse because you're going to have the cyborgian aspect of the nanotechnology that will be updated when you're around any kind of 5g area or even other smartphones they're saying will actually update your data or track you let's say you get you you ditch the smartphone and you're running for your life well if you get around any other kind of thing with 5g not only that what about all the satellites now they're operating with 5g bathing the earth okay so i don't know if you're above ground to a certain extent if you could even possibly avoid it when your test period has expired oh Health so, so you go amber when your test periods expire so you better get in and get tested again 
and get and get you know get that and just it's just about getting you into full compliance with this nazi satan with your nazi satanic overlords and doing as you're told not use bluetooth you going anywhere. or track you your location this preserves your privacy the systems can work in harmony with existing government contact tracing apps when a vaccine becomes available, oh yeah your official contact tracing can also be displayed within your health passport. this is what are we talking about this this is the biggest satanic nightmare i've ever reported on ever as far as Big Brother, Orwellian, Brave New World, Aldous Huxley, George Orwell, this is the the million-pound gorilla in the room that the churches won't even touch. Nope, just go along with other governments. Says government's always a force for good. But obey Romans 13. Do whatever they say. Defile your DNA. Don't matter. Government said to do it. Become a become a, a, a cyborg, human 2.0 from all the injectable nanorobots that'll be in you. You won't be fully human anymore, but you'll be in full compliance with the government, and that's all that matters, says the clergy response team and the 501c3 devil sold out churches. But see, I love you enough to tell you the truth. And this is the worst thing I've ever seen. Ever in all my years of ministry, as far as Big Brother, George Orwellian. This is as close to the Mark of the Beast system as, as we have ever seen. Of your international travel and events you have attended. Health Passport Ireland can be linked Full to control. existing secure medical systems if required. For example, at your GP or hospital. You can visit www.healthpassportireland.ie for more information. Health Passport Ireland. Working together to protect our society oh, yeah. and economy. Yeah, to destroy society and their economy is what they should be saying. Yeah, it's all for your protection. We're protecting the economy by uh, shutting it down and killing 150,000 jobs. Yeah, absolutely. And we're protecting your health and your freedom. Isn't this wonderful? We can go back to living our normal lives. And I told you this from the very beginning. It was two weeks ago that I showed you Boris Johnson. He says, well, I've been told that we could do this test and we could have its uh, results in about 15 minutes or so, and then you can uh, go about your normal business and huh. get tested on a daily basis. And I gave you that information two days before the lockdown began in March. I showed you the, the plan, you know, the wristband, and uh, how you're going to have a daily test to do whatever you want to do. And now they've just discussed. Does this guy know what a comb is? The guy, the guy looks like he just rolls out of bed every day and goes right to Parliament or wherever. His hair is just crazy. They just thought of this. They just thought of this now. And the Irish people, of course, they, they begin by saying, it's been developed in Ireland. This has not been developed in Ireland. This was developed in China. Yeah. I have the Associated Press article here from April the 6th this year. A green symbol on the Chinese smartphone screens allows subway travel, hotel check-in. The new health code is a tool to get the economy on its feet. Good job, guys, putting in that uh, picture that we've been showing you for a long time. There you go. It's in, <laughs> in Chinese or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. There you go. From China to Ireland. Oh, they're just developing this on their own. They have uh, no influence at all from the Chinese. Right, and uh, this was uh, something that they put in. Obtaining a health code is simple. It's so simple. It's so easy. And if you don't do it, you're not going to do anything. And this is what they've been saying in China about the social credit score. Before this ever came, articles in The Atlantic, articles in Bloomberg, I was telling you this before, before Italy was locked down. I was reading you these articles. I said, look what they're going to do to us. 
I said uh, they are bragging about this in the Atlantic and Bloomberg saying we need to be able to, you know, the, this social credit score system where they controlled everything that everybody did in China, that was pretty creepy. We understand. Yeah, I, I don't like that. Up. But, you know, now because they have that system, they're in a much better position to be able to handle this pandemic of the novel. And we're going to need to do something exactly like that if we're going to survive. And they were doing that before Italy was even locked in. They were already bragging about how they wanted to bring China to the U.S. And that's exactly what they were bragging about with AP. They loved this idea back in April. April the 6th, they loved this. And we were only two weeks into our flatten the curve thing. No masks at the time. And I told you from the very beginning, I said, these health passports, which are tied to the test, it all goes back to the tests, these tests that don't measure anything. You get a test, you get a health code, and then they're going to transition, as you just saw in that video, they're going to transition into your vaccine immunity passport. You won't travel anywhere without it. Welcome back. We're just talking about what's going on in Ireland. Oh, yeah, we developed this in Ireland. Look at what we came up with. We got this uh, thing on your smartphone after you get your test. Uh, it'll give you a green, yellow, or red. Uh, what happens with the red? Well, you go directly to jail. Uh, do not pass go. Do not collect uh, your $200 universal basic income check unless you jump through all the hoops, take the vaccines, and so forth. Uh, yeah, that's the other part of this. So they don't talk about what happens when you're in the red. House arrest is the very least of what is going to happen to you in the near future. But going back to April, as the AP was talking about this, green is the health code that says that the user can board a subway. You're okay. System made possible by the Chinese public's almost universal ad adoption of smartphones and the ruling Communist Party's embrace of big data to extend its surveillance and control over society. And what it's being the only difference between their society and our society is that they just imposed social credits, dragnet surveillance, biometric tracking in real time. They just imposed it on everybody. Here, they have to have an excuse to get you to give up your freedom. They've got to scare you to death with a novel, a dystopian novel. And so we've got to have this, as the Atlantic, as Bloomberg would say, we need to have this in order to cope with these, this pandemic. You know, look at these lucky Chinese. They were already under a system of uh, panopticon surveillance. And we need to have that here, you know, keep you alive. And so they were cheering that on at the time. But again, this is a path. It starts with the tests. They're rolling those out now. Massive quantities. 150 million tests have been rolled out. That's what they have used to lock down the universities. Where they've had a lot of people who have tested positive, nobody's sick. They've had, I think, out of 75,000 cases, cases because, you know, they got a, a positive test result. They've only had three people even go to the hospital, no deaths in these universities. But they've used it to shut down the universities, and they're going to use it to shut down society. That's what they're going to use to create the second lockdown. And uh, that is the tip of the spear. Then if you want to get out, you have to have your health pass. And then they're going to take it to the next level, which is a vaccine. But they're already going to monitor uh, who the people are. As you look at this, they're already monitoring our behavior.
Uh, Google mobility data suggests that uh, Sweden's social distancing was much less than in other countries. They know that. They can look at that. They can look at your movement and your, uh, you know, your traffic patterns and everything. They can see if people are getting together. Uh, they've been able to do that for a very long time. And so they're already putting together data like that and showing that, well, you know, it didn't really make any difference in Sweden. They didn't wear masks. They didn't do social distancing. And their sickness and death rates are no different than other countries, better than many countries, as a matter of fact. But meanwhile, this uh, article from childrenshealthdefense.org, uh, this is the one that RFK Jr. works with, points out that Google and Oracle are already set up to monitor who is going to get the vaccine. And not only that, but to do tracking and tracing of people. And this is something that's been talked about by Monsef Slaoui uh, in an interview with The Wall Street Journal published last Friday. He is the guy who is the vaccine czar, Operation Warp Speed czar. Uh, he's the guy who has uh, been developing vaccines at uh, GlaxoSmithKline. Uh, then he moved to uh, the uh, Moderna company. He was on the board of directors, but he was tapped to be the vaccine czar. And if you go back and you look at these different uh, uh, conferences that they've had year after year, Monsef Slaoui is always up there with Francis Collins from the NIH. Usually, if uh, Fauci is not on the dais, he is sitting there on the front row of the audience, and they usually acknowledge him. This is a little, tiny little group of the usual suspects, this little pharmaceutical mafia that they've got. And they're the ones who are running Operation Warp Speed, along with the Defense Department, the Defense Department. Nothing to see here, right? Nothing to be worried about. As uh, they write on childrenshealthdefense.org, last week a rare media interview given by the Trump administration's vaccine czar offered a brief glimpse into the inner workings of the extremely secretive Operation Warp Speed, the Trump administration's public-private partnership. Whenever you see that public-private partnership, folks, that is Chinese corporate fascism writ large. That public-private partnership is the entire business model of China. They're not really communists. They're fascists. It's a merger of uh, a corrupt mafia family running this uh, with uh, anybody who wants to do business. It is the Biden model. This is what Hunter and Joe Biden have been doing in China. Uh, they will bring that model to the U.S. And it's quite frankly, it's already here to a large degree. We have public-private partnerships about everything. And there are public-private partnerships that are not overtly recognized. Of course, the censorship that is happening on social media, being done by Facebook, by Twitter, by Google, that is a public-private partnership. It's something that is done under the table for now. But we know exactly what this is. This is a partnership with the military-industrial complex with the um, CIA and these other people who put them in power. They will openly talk, as you saw Marco Rubio say, you're, you're going to censor for us, not for China, right? Okay, well, we'll leave you alone. You can do whatever you want to. You can even purge conservatives and Republicans. We don't care. But you, you do what we tell you to do when it comes to China. That's the competition that they've got going. Anyway, this public-private partnership, Operation Warp Speed, uh, delivering COVID-19 vaccines to 300 million Americans by this coming January. And what was revealed in this rare interview 
should deeply unsettle all Americans, writes the, the Children's Health Defense.org. During an interview with the Wall Street Journal published last Friday, the captain of OWS, career big pharma executive Monsef Slawi, confirmed that the millions of Americans who are set to receive the Project COVID-19 vaccine will be monitored via, quote, incredibly precise tracking systems, unquote. Mm -hmm. He said they will, quote, ensure that patients get each get two doses of the same vaccine and to monitor them for adverse health effects, unquote. Slowey also noted that tech giants Google and Oracle have been contracted as part of this tracking system, but did not specify their exact roles beyond helping to, quote, collect and track vaccine data. Now, let me insert something here. I reported a couple of weeks ago that uh, Gates' um, uh, vaccine organization that is pushing this and has been pushing this at these conferences and so forth. You had uh, a representative of that, Gavi, come out and say, well, you know, most of these vaccines, uh, and we've never seen this before, right? Maybe. And that's the one Trump's given billions of dollars to Gavi, which Bill and Gates, Bill and Melinda Gates control. It's a characteristic of their RNA, DNA modifying characteristics that you've got to get two shots about a month apart, yeah. three to four weeks apart. Uh-huh. And so the Gavi representative, the Gates representative, came out and said, well, you know, we're going to be doing this in mass. <laughs> Problem right there. I have shown you the documents sent to me from people who are working to create these vaccination stations everywhere. Money is no object. It's just a shell. 12 by 60 feet long, $50,000. We don't care about any building codes, just the electrical. That's it. And it says on the document, uh, phlebotomy and vaccination. So they're going to be rolling these out massively, massively. Uh, you don't think it's going to be mandated? Okay. Well, you, you hang on to that. <laughs> uh, we'll see who's right. I'm telling you it's going to be mandated one way or the other. And they bragged about this. New England Journal of Medicine has bragged about it. But the representative from Gavi said, well, the people are going to be just going everywhere to get this stuff done. And so we got to have some way to track them. We got to know when they've had the first one, and we got to know when they've had the second one. I said, well, how do you, why did they have to know when I get my vaccine if it's not mandatory, right? And now we see this Google and Oracle have already got a contract to uh, do this, uh, they say. And uh, so there's been indications that they've got a contract to do this, but we can't find the contract. Is it a secret deal? So we have that. There's a lot of confirmation in that video, and that's why I wanted to play it. And that was why it was a little bit longer clip than I would normally uh, play. <clears throat> but man, a lot of confirmation. Now, I'm going to just finish out this part with, because this we heard a lot about Ireland, okay, in that video. This just broke. Ireland, the first vaccine batch may be ready to go within weeks. Ireland seems to be really on the spear tip of this implementation. And I even, I got a list, uh, a, uh, in fact, I'll read that real quick. It was in my last newsletter that I, it's online right now. And I got an email from a listener in Ireland and he said, okay, just to let you know that the people here in the Republic of Ireland are ready, we are ready to go into lockdown at 12 midnight tomorrow wednesday for six weeks and again the, vi the the link i post above is ireland to impose six-week national lockdown estimates it will lose a hundred and fifty thousand dollars 150 000 jobs just from that 
this was announced last night at 9 p.m. People here, are, in other words, they just sprang it on them satanically. People here are very angry. Most people are not believing the lie and are asking a lot of questions, especially about schools and colleges being allowed to stay open. Football and other professional sports events can continue. Horse racing can continue, which is crazy. Construction trade continues with large groups of builders allowed to work and travel together, which is also non-essential. We have police, guardia, checkpoints at, on all routes out of our country. They are, they are trying to keep people in their own countries, like the Hunger Games. I would say 99% of the people in video comments are not believing the COVID lie. Well, praise the Lord Jesus Christ. And are quite anti-government. Praise God. Praise Jesus. A lot of people are saying, this is the end of the economy here. So, you know, I wish I had more positive news to report, but that's why I'm, I'm doing these big gigantic reports now every week because i'm i know that we've got like a narrow window now to pray fast not not to say you can't pray fast without the internet but i mean to communicate with one another really and to actually educate others as well because um it's a spiritual battle but i also believe that educating others around us is, is also part of that you know so that they're not destroyed for lack of knowledge this report says Ireland could get the first consignment of a COVID-19 vaccine by the end of this year. The Irish Independent has learned. Managing Director of Pfizer Ireland, Paul Reed, believes there are strong signs his firm's experimental jab could be approved for emergency authorization at the end of next month. While a number of hurdles have to be cleared before the vaccine can be rolled out, oh, those will all be moved out. Mr. Reed said the firm was moving through the clinical trial program at, quote, breakneck speed. Yeah, it'll be nice and safe, too. He said we can have 100 million doses by the end of 2020. If we have an advanced purchase agreement with the EU Commission and that is secured, part of that would include a volume we think we can make available across Europe. And to me, this is really, and I hate to say this, but I do believe this is a heaven or hell issue. Because I believe if you get this vaccine, and I don't mean it unsaves you, but if you're not saved and you get it, I don't believe you'll ever have any inclination to ever even want to get saved. Jesus Christ didn't die on the cross to save a bunch of genetically modified, DNA-defiled, cyborgian human 2.0s filled with nanorobots. He, he didn't. We're not fully human anymore, and what I'm saying to you is that is the reason why this is so important for Satan to get into your body because he knows what I just told you is truth. How are you going to how are you going to have any you're not going to be fully human anymore. You're going to be part machine. Your DNA is going to be totally overwritten and rewritten according to their own um information that i've read you the messenger rna vaccines will rewrite your dna and your own dna will be at the mercy of it and then there's all kind of other fun stuff in there all kind of other fun stuff luciferase and hydrogel and all the other fun diseases they're going to put in there oh yeah we're going to cover that um, probably in the next part yeah it will be a slow kill shot so that's why this is so stinking important for satan to get this into your body 
and we've only got a very narrow window at this point to educate other people and, and to, I mean, try to get them pray fast, try to get their eyes opened so that maybe there'll be enough critical mass where there'll be just such massive pushback they might have to push this back further. I don't know. I do believe that this whole vaccine issue has caused an awakening on a lot of levels because it's forced their hand. They've pushed all their chips in and now they're just getting, if you ask me, they're just getting sloppy. They're, they're acting in such a way where they don't care, you know. Um, but they're saying, yeah, we can have 100 million doses by the end of 2020. We can have it available across Europe. Meanwhile, H HSE chief Paul Reed said the population distribution plan is being developed to decide how a potential vaccine will be released here. Well, they just published our COVID-19 vaccine plan here in North Carolina. It's about 120 pages long. Taylor just breezed through it. She's a speed reader. She's got like a photographic memory and she can speed read and she loves legal ease. She eats it up like cotton candy. I can't, I don't even want to be in the same room as a law book. I hate legalese. I don't get it. I don't really understand it and I don't like it. It's almost like they're trying to confuse you on purpose. Taylor loves it. Okay, so she gets it. She loves it and I don't know how, but she does. Well, anyway, she told me that some of the big uh, priorities that she got from this were that they wanted to really go after the healthcare workers. Those would be the first one. Now I've said this before, but this is a little bit expanded. The ones they want to really give the jab to first healthcare workers and then the elderly. Now they want the healthcare workers because they want them all defiled their DNA. They want them to be good little soldiers. And they also want them to die because they don't want there to be anybody there to take care of anyone when it's all said and done. Maybe they'll put in their, their satanic minions to replace our healthcare workers when it's all said and done. But remember, what does Satan come to do? Kill, steal, and destroy. Well, if all the healthcare workers are gone, who's going to take care of anybody? Well, who will they insert in there? I don't know, the Chinese or, or the UN doctors or whatever. I, I don't know. But they want them dead. They want and then the elderly. They want to give the jab to the elderly. These will be the priorities that will get the vaccines first. Well, why? Because they, they view the elderly as useless eaters. They want to get them killed. And then they then also the homeless. Now I've been saying that for years. So they want to jab the homeless, kill those useless eaters. Now I'm not saying they're useless. I'm saying they say they are. Okay. And then the last one are the migrant farmers. And the reason they want the migrant farmers dead, and we've covered this in previous studies, is because they're the ones that are harvesting the fields to a certain extent. Now I'm not, they're not like acting like combines, like. But then again, now they're burning down the farm farm equipment, and they're sending derechos through you know those areas to annihilate the corn crops and annihilate the other crops but the migrant workers for certain crops that's the primary way they get harvested well they want the harvest to rot in the field and you do that by saying oh we're going to come and test you and all the migrant farmers are illegal aliens anyway so they're all freaked out anyway thinking they're going to be deported and then they leave so it doesn't take a lot to get them spooked the Ice Age farmers covered that quite a bit. And why would they want to... I mean, think about it. They're out in the fields working in the, in the open. There's no risk of any disease transmission in that regard anyway. But they want to make sure that... And I think that's because they're trying to take out the food supply. She also said that one of the big things they were emphasizing in, the, in this 120-page document were that you need to sign this waiver. 
if there's uh, make sure that everybody signs this waiver before they get the vaccine because see they know the side effects are going to be so horrific and even said that in this 120 page document like they're aware of all the potential adverse reactions from this thing including death and they want to make sure that um satanically the game is square you've signed your waiver you've waived all your health you're not going to be able to sue anybody anyway. you're not going to be able to sue the nurse that gives it to you or if a doctor gives it to you or the pharmaceutical company or the hospital where you got it or the walgreens where you got it you're not going to be able to sue any there's all that they're all liability free anyway i've already explained that i've read you the reports on that okay but just to be on the safe side they want you to sign this waiver that where you know you've been informed of of your rights so get ready for the for the fun ride to begin when we jab this thing into your arm because you're not going to be fully human anymore and your dna is going to be totally defiled and you're going to be a husk of a human being from now on and satan's got you satan's got you right where he wants you now am i saying god's not still god anymore and he couldn't potentially neutralize all those things in somebody and maybe neutralize and, and purge you of all the nanorobots and then unrewrite your dna i'm not saying god could do anything there is nothing too hard for god but do i want to take that chance is that something i want to mess around with no of course not so anyway i'm oh i'm way over on time i wanted just to throw that in there because taylor just did that tonight and i wanted to kind of bring that info to you so God bless you and see you in the see you in the third and final part part 3